latest news starts now. It's 5 o'clock in afternoon. I'm Chris Chandler live in the WSB 24-hour news center. It is a very busy afternoon. They've caught the guy in Nashville, and there is a serious story from Toronto. If you've been following this now, several people dead when a van has plowed through a crowd of pedestrians. We'll have both those stories in just a moment. Breaking news from the WSB 24-hour news desk. First, though, as you have been hearing over this past half hour live on WSB, a verdict in the Tex McIver trial. In dramatic fashion this afternoon, after Judge McBurney had sent the jury back into their room to keep talking beyond an initial deadlock. Was the verdict that was reached a unanimous verdict? Yes, it was. And with that, juror number 20, the four-person reading that verdict. On count one, murder, we find the defendant not guilty. On count two, felony murder, we find the defendant, defendant guilty of felony murder. On count three, aggravated assault, we find the defendant guilty. And Tex McIver also found guilty on possession of a weapon during commission of a felony and of witness influencing. Guilty in all charges but one, that including felony murder. McIver led away from the courtroom in handcuffs. Sentencing date not yet set. Edgar Trake at WUSB. Heard late this afternoon from our legal analysts. Our team coverage continues with that. The Tex McIver verdict took our WSB radio legal experts by surprise. Ron Carlson says he thought McIver would not be convicted based on questions from the jurors. There was one early on that asked, uh, can we convict him on influencing witnesses and acquit him on the rest of the counts? In Phil Holloway's eyes, jurors had enough and wanted to get it over with. This smells to me like it was a compromise verdict just to get out of there. You could tell that they were frustrated with each other, that it was close, maybe one or two holdouts. And Carlson and Holloway both thought the verdict would be more favorable to the defense. Mary Ellen Hopkins, WSB. We'll take you live to the courthouse in just a moment. 63 degrees on Peachtree Street at 502. WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish has his exclusive five-day forecast on the way. Now triple team traffic here is Doug Turnbull. Not even a lot of rain falling, Chris, but we had some fall of the decap perimeter. We have got big-time gridlock. 285 east and northbound, the outer loop, over 30-minute delays because of two different wrecks. The latest one, a van carrying a trailer, jackknife, and ran into another truck on the wet pavement. 285 north above Memorial Drive, exit 41, only the left lane open there. Then swing around to Sandy Springs. A tractor trailer is stuck in the two right lanes. 285 westbound right at Georgia 400. That's going to jam you before Ashford. Delaware Road. So 285 southbound delay is also spread out between Atlanta Road and I-20 and below Camp Creek to that slow 85 ride. Then there's the interloop red alert. Jill Nelson, Cool Ray, Carrier Traffic Center. Holding all lanes now. 285 southbound at exit 44 Glenwood Avenue to move that earlier crash out of your way. But they should have all those cars over to the right soon. That's adding to delays we already had going back past Shambly Dunwoody. Delays remain on the south side from 75 over to 85 thanks to an earlier crash on 85 southbound how's downtown alex williams slow 400 south from lennox road connector south really jams up 17th street for the ride down to earlier trouble moved off to the side south of university avenue northbound delays from i-20 up past peach street pine street and the earlier road closure has lifted williams street now open at america's mart but centennial olympic park drive still blocked at baker street triple team traffic wsv coming up to 504 we're awaiting a live news conference from prosecutors in the case that will be any time now we'll take it live wsb Veronica Waters at the courthouse. Ronnie, you have covered this from start to finish. You heard our experts there. Tell me, are you surprised? I think I am very surprised because I am not going to be any, <laughs> let, let me just say, this isn't to say that I don't believe lawyers when they talk about how trying to read a jury is just like reading tea leaves. That's what we hear every single time there's a trial. However, I was surprised by the verdicts because I thought that when the jury came out and asked that question last week about 
if it's not guilty on counts one through four. I just said if you're reading that, if you're taking that at face value, it's hard not to believe that they were talking about acquittal because they asked, what about acquitting him on these four counts? Do is Can count five still be guilty? And so I think to have that question asked and then to come back today and see that the jury was deadlocked it seemed to me like they were signaling that there was going to be an acquittal for Mr. McIver. And so to have the jury come back a couple of hours after that with a verdict and find him guilty on all but one count was was very much a surprise to me. I think it was um, an incredibly done case. And I think it was fascinating to see uh, the way that the state tried this case in the, you know, having come from Atlanta police with lesser charges and then to have it indicted by the DA's office on the more serious counts of murder, uh, despite what was a an investigation that, that left some things to be desired on the part of Atlanta police. I thought it was a, uh, a very difficult case to, to bring and to prove, and these jurors obviously connected uh, with whatever the evidence the state put up and even though the, there were closing arguments, fantastic closing arguments by both sides, uh, we see here that the jury found that McIver was guilty of, of killing Diane, although they didn't necessarily say that he did it with malice. WSB's Veronica Waters live at the courthouse awaiting prosecutors live here on WSB and a special program wrapping all this up just after the 7 o'clock news. Tonight. Breaking news first. First, this is WSB 24-hour continuing news. In Toronto, nine people killed when a speeding van mowed down pedestrians on a crowded sidewalk today. Sixteen others injured. Toronto Police Chief Peter Yoon. The driver's in custody right now, and he's been investigated to the events of that took place this afternoon. This man was there when it happened. I witnessed at least, I would say, six, seven people being hit and flying in the air. Toronto Mayor John Tory. These are not the kinds of things that we expect to happen in this city. We hope they don't happen anywhere. Uh, in the world, but we especially uh, don't expect them to happen in Toronto. And Canada's Minister of Public Safety and Emergency Preparedness, Ralph Goodale, says investigators are working to get to the bottom of why this happened. Police are doing their very best as rapidly as possible uh, to uh, identify precisely what has taken place here uh, and why, but it is obviously uh, a very serious incident. Dave Packer, ABC News. Suspect in the mass shooting at the Waffle House near Nashville, Tennessee, has been captured this afternoon. Here's how it happened. A statewide alert went out for Travis Reinking after the murders of four people and the wounding of two more at a Waffle House. There was speculation that he might even have gone back to his hometown in Illinois. As it turned out, the 29-year-old managed to get only a couple of miles from the scene of the crime. A citizen's tip led police to a wooded area near Reinking's apartment, and he gave up without a fight. He had a backpack containing a flashlight, a 45 caliber handgun, and ammunition. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Antioch, Tennessee. What was called that handshake deal is official as of this afternoon. Piedmont Healthcare, Blue Cross, Blue Shield have signed a new three-year agreement. It means more than half a million state and university system employees won't be considered out of network anymore. Any services provided since April the 1st also will be covered. The WSB Market Watch brought to you by RBM of Atlanta Mercedes-Benz Sandy Springs. The Dow down 14 points today, 24-449. The NASDAQ down 17 and a half at 71.28. WSB Newstime 504.
WSB News Time is 510, awaiting Tex McIver prosecutors after their tremendous courtroom victory this afternoon. We'll take that live. Now, triple team traffic. First up, Doug Turnbull. About nine vehicles involved in what I'm calling a red alert now. 285 South, the interloop at Glimwood, exit 44, a school bus that had kids on it, also involved in this wreck. That's why it's taken so long to clear. Street 285 South, like it is shut down between, say, the 78 area and the Glimwood. And to head into downtown Atlanta, use the connector. You can also go the back way and take North Hairston, uh, Mountain Industrial, down toward the west of Chapel area and on to I-20. That's one of your alternates. Now, into Gwinnett County, you don't need an alternate, but it's going to be about 35 minutes, 85 north from 285 to the Mall of Georgia. Jill Nelson, Cool Ray, carry your traffic center. Born in Northbound on the brakes from the Old Toll Plaza up to the North Springs Marta Station. An extra volume from exit 11, Windward Parkway, up to exit 13, Highway 141. Southbound delays from before Abernathy down to the perimeter over on the northwest. 75 northbound, not horrible, on and off the brakes from exit 256 Mount Perrin up to Barrett Parkway, 575 northbound. Minor slowdown from Barrett up to the Bells Ferry Curve. Doug and, Turnbull. And very unpleasant in the southwest side of town on 285 in both directions near the airport and on 85 south of that earlier crash of Flat Shoals. And by the way, it's raining again there. Triple team traffic, WSB. And radio's only five-day forecast. Here's WSB meteorologist Kirk Millish. Just looking at an isolated shower or a thunderstorm for tonight, especially the first half. Otherwise, just mostly cloudy, a low around 55. And then for tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a 40% chance of a light shower, mainly afternoon, high near 69, low around 55. On Wednesday, mostly to partly cloudy, high 70, low 53. Thursday, a 50% chance of a shower, high near 68, and a low about 50. My exclusive five-day forecast, Friday and Saturday. A mix of sun and clouds Friday, mostly sunny Saturday. Highs close to 72, and lows around 49. 63 degrees on Peachtree Street at 512. We're going to go to Eric Erickson now live. We'll be back, though, when the Tex McIver prosecutors are ready to speak. It should be just any time here. We're standing by. I'm Chris Chandler on Atlanta's exclusive 24-hour news weather and traffic station, News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it.